0: What's up everyone, I'm Pedro, the GM and creator of Worldwalkers COG, a podcast that followed the exploits of a mismatched group of adventurers on the steam-powered world of COG. While previous episodes have been at-the-table styled games, where we've listened in on what's happening, necessity requires this final episode to be a bit different. The files for this episode were lost, and while I spent a long time trying to recover them, they're gone. Because of this, we're going to tell the events of the end of season one a bit differently. I hope you enjoy. The COG crew had been through much. They've battled kingdoms, brotherhoods, and more. They've lost friends and gained allies. They've sailed the skies and faced their deaths more than once. All of it for one reason. Sanctuary, the spiritual leader of the Forged, a people designed for war, wishing only for peace and a place in the world. The crew arrived in Fallas, where they said goodbye to two of their own. Sabin, the man of many names and a student of the gunslinger known as Esom. they also saw the departure of Cordell, who had been secretly working for Esom to keep an eye on Sabin. As both Sabin and Cordell left, so too did the captain and the gambler, sailing off to find new fortune in the wake of the passing of one of their own. All that was left was for Nova and Luca to travel with Sanctuary to a small shop in town to meet their creator once more. There, they would finally receive the answers they deserved. As they walked the streets of Follis, they were met with looks of shock and confusion. Many of the citizens were unsure what to do as the three of them made their way to Lexter's shop. As Sanctuary crossed into the Forge district, Its people began moving into the streets as a quiet spread throughout the city. One by one, the forged brought one arm across their chest, watching as the one who led them from the edge of war and into a new life returned once again. Finally, Sanctuary and the crew found their way to Lexter. It was then that Sanctuary learned that the mage who first sent the forged into the west was indeed the same mage who stood before him. Answers were demanded, and so Lexter began to explain the purpose behind everything, from Sanctuary's abduction, to the group's recruitment, to this very moment. Of the many secrets that the kingdom of Kadim kept, their worst-kept secret was the creation of portal stones, rune-etched stones that opened gateways across the face of Kog. Lextia revealed that there was one last set of portal stones that, when brought together, led to a well of arcane energy hidden deep within the wilds. This was known as the Source, used to power both the forged and the enslavement magics that took their free will over 20 years ago. In the deepest parts of his existence, Sanctuary knew in some way that the Source existed. Furthermore. Nova was able to confirm it, as she had traveled deep into the wilds while the rest of the Forged journeyed into the west. Luca had no idea about any of this, but he trusted the others. Haversack just kind of stared. Lexter had been doing everything he could to gather the portal stones, he said, to give them to Sanctuary. He told the crew that he believed that the Forged should finally know the entire truth about their existence. However he wasn't the only one who knew about the stones, he said. Dorminir had become aware of the source and was now using all of its power to bring them together. If they were to gather all five stones, they would have the ability to take control of the source and thus the forged. The crew was left with a decision, return to their old lives or help Lexter in Sanctuary. They could reap the benefits of being the saviors of Sanctuary, or they could venture out into the world, gather the portal stones, and give the forged true freedom. After a moment, Lucas spoke. He explained that as long as he carried the darkness that lurked inside him, he could never truly be what Sanctuary needed if he was to fight for his people, he would have to travel to Carmack, the city of death, in order to return what he should have never accepted. Luca bid farewell. Deep inside, he hoped he would see his friends again someday. He found himself no further than a few blocks away when he discovered someone behind him. Luca turned to see Haversack by his side. The burdened Forged felt a smile within himself, but he told his goblin friend that he wasn't sure he'd be safe or that he'd ever leave the city of death, and this was something he had to do by himself. Haversack listened, and then he spoke. "'You don't have to do anything by yourself,' you don't ever have to do anything by yourself. With that, the two of them began a pilgrimage, one that would take them on a journey into the very heart of darkness. Both knew what the cost might be, but each of them had now also known freedom and nothing would ever shackle them again. In the end, Nova found herself alone. She had now learned many of the answers that she sought. She met her creator. She rescued the saber that she had rejected so long ago. And now, as she did before, all she had to do was walk away. One more time. Instead, Nova, perhaps for the first time, accepted her part in the story of the Forge and now She travels the lands from airships to city streets, searching for those that will aid her in her battle against Dorminir. She wanders the world of Kog in search of the portal stones so that one day her people can not only be free, but truly forge their own destiny. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the season finale of World Walker's Cog. This was an incredible experience, and we want to thank each and every one of you for taking this journey with us. The reason I think that we started World Walker's Cog was because we had such a huge response from season two of World Walker's. Everyone seemed to really like Cog in a way I didn't really expect And so I kind of wanted to explore more of that world. I actually, I mean, I really, really like COG. And there's a lot of different stories in there that I can explore. So I was really excited to try to uh, put a spotlight on that world and kind of dig deeper into it. And so the entire COG crew, as they're now known, we've been playing together for a while. And it seemed like it would be really fun to dig into it. And whether that meant bringing back some of the characters from uh, from season two of COG, or digging deeper, it was. I wasn't sure if it was going to work. I think because our group had been playing for so long. We've been playing together, some of us for years, and they already knew so much of the world. And I was a little nervous that it would be um, a little too inside joke, a little too, uh, a little too inaccessible. Because I didn't need to heavily explain anything to the group. Because they already knew this. They knew my worlds. They knew the characters and stuff like that for the most part. And so I I just wasn't sure if this was going to work. So we gave it a shot. And what I was surprised about was all of you giving us feedback about how you actually really enjoyed that. You liked that you were listening to people who already knew what was going on. They knew their stories. They even had experience with stuff that was never on the podcast and I was surprised at how much people enjoyed hearing that, that uh it seems like it came off more like a world than I initially thought it would, which is good. Uh So that was – I don't know. That was really, really exciting to find out. And so, yeah, it was a super rewarding experience. I think even some of us weren't – the idea of being on a podcast was something they had never really thought of. And so I, I tried to keep things very low key. Um They had to talk into the mics, but I didn't want them to think about, that's the rule for anything I do is where um, what I guess I kind of call a games first podcast in that like, we really want people to feel like they're hanging out with us and we don't ever try to play to the mics. Like our focus is on making sure that the experience that you hear is very, very authentic. We're not trying to think of what would make a good episode. We're not trying to think of um what's the right feel for this scene. We just want to make sure, first and foremost, when we sit down to play, we're playing a game. We're not making a podcast. I make that afterwards. So we weren't sure with such a long-standing group if that would work, but it seems like you all liked it a lot. So uh thank you so much for that. And thank you for all the feedback that that part's incredible. Like one of the, one of the really awesome parts about all this is that I know that the players are great. I know that they're really funny and that I'm very lucky to have them. It's a whole different thing when people that they don't know who are listening in, uh, let us know that they really enjoy it that's been one of the greatest things i i love getting like a message from someone that says oh man i think so and so is really good or i always crack up when uh this person talks cuz i can i take those messages and i show them to the crew it's i don't know it's super fun to be able to let them know how amazing they are because they it's different when it comes from somebody else you know if i just sat there and showered them with praise it would feel weird (laughs) but i don't know it's it's kind of emotional it's it's really good um it's been amazing so thank you as for what's next so what we're going to do is we're going to take a little bit of a break so we can get season two put together I'm really excited about it. I might I might put a clip at the end of this and give you a clue of where it's going, actually. We'll see. But um, the idea came up. It's super funny. Uh, it's super interesting as well. So I'm really, really excited about it. But in between season one and two, I feel like you should all have some content. So the next thing you're going to hear is something called Jiggles Day Out it's going to be a side adventure where we find out what happened to jiggles and we're go- we've already recorded it we've been sitting on it for a while and uh <laughs> we are using uh animal adventures the tales of dungeons and doggies to tell this story every player is playing a different dog and we're going to get into it and find out what the hell happened to Jiggles. So, be on the lookout for that. It's it's worth the wait. I <laughs> I promise. Um, so yeah, I'm going to take this moment to thank all of you for supporting, for listening, for sharing with us uh what you thought and also for for spreading the word, getting Cog out there to more and more people. It's just it's been super rewarding. It's been amazing, you know, World Walkers is obviously, um, super dear to my heart because I was able to put this thing together and start sharing my worlds. Cog is something, I'm not, you know, Cog is something a bit different because it's, it's sharing my friends with everybody. I mean, everyone in the World Walkers is my friend too, obviously, but we put that together to share. But I feel like with World Walkers Cog, it's been great to be able to, share with you this group of friends that throughout the years I've been playing with and show everyone how awesome they are. And I feel very fortunate for that. So thank you all. But also thank you to the players, some of who are actually listening to the podcast, some who don't or whatever. But (laughs) um, thank you to everyone that plays. It's awesome. And I feel very much like it's a privilege to be able not only to share how amazing all of you are, But to be able to just play with you, I feel very, very fortunate and very lucky. So thank you. Thanks to all the musicians that made their music available for this episode. You can find links to their music in the show notes. And also, thanks to Sirenscape for providing sound effects and additional music. You can find them at sirenscape.com. Outside the game, let's be clear, you're, I think you're giving up your Yeah, you're character. retiring your character, right? Yes. yes. So that's why I said, like, there's mechanics involved well, that, as well, that's, much as there is story. I know. So, and I know. honestly, I'm not usually this um, torn on a on a yeah, story-driven yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. Because I do like this character. Yeah. Would Cordell stay with us again? He's here for big juice. Yeah. Is so me- if that you want that mechanics stay? for one more second, you can leave with And then come back. Ethan's just nearby around a corner, you know, just have a quick (laughs) chat. (laughs) I'm sorry, Nathan. It's okay. Apparently this time it was my fault for tying my backstory into yours. I (laughs) should have picked a different player. Um, (laughs) I I just didn't see this coming. I didn't think you were giving up your character. Um, I've seen you lose a lot of characters in game, but I don't know that it's ever been voluntary. Very, (laughs) Very rare. It's a nice change of pace. I have I have two surviving characters on COG out of, like, 10, 30. So, <laughs> 10, 30. I mean, realistically. 30 for, 30 for 30. I have a lot of characters on COG. I just realized this. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. You got a good I, record. And yeah, I don't think any hard. of them have died. No. Yana and Zane didn't die either. Jesus. I have yep. two now. I have so, five. I have three surviving characters right now. Nice. Can I come back as Doc? <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> You could bring Gimel, though. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Jesus. No, no, he's he's funks exclusive. <laughs> that's that's fair. That would Busy be- I think Tom brought up the idea of like just moving back to the funks at a certain <laughs> level. I, Look. I'm i okay with that. Yeah, like, honestly, I would love to play hey, it. Yeah. I like Nova. I love, you, you, you gotta play I love where it Sally Mae. I'm all in for this. You got to play where it lands, Pedro. <laughs> yeah. like, if it happens, it happens. I'm, I'm, we're in.